welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy, Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this show, if this is your first time listening, is a... Well, actually, even if it's your hundredth time listening, it's still the same thing. It's it's an audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and talk about the changes on the game that we're working on, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our art lord, Ben Segas. Hello. Our animancer, Nykadir. Hello. <laughs> and the digital alchemist, TJ Edisernia. Hello. All right, guys, this is a... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're getting down to the end of it. <laughs> a lot of the changes this week have just been smaller things. Um, you know, you TJ did a lot of uh, a lot of what you've been working on has just been sort of background stuff. You know, cleaning up the code and and yeah, things like that, bug fixes and polish and typos and and just little uh, tweaks and things. Um, we do have a couple bigger things to talk about, but it's it's getting pretty exciting. Um, not sure with the with the um, we still have a lot to do with the server stuff, so so I'm not sure how that's going to work out once once Josh gets rolling a little more with that. He's he's been working on setting everything up and and getting started, and I think we actually have accounts now you can you can sign up for an account i guess in his version of the of the game which we haven't seen yet but i i get a email update every once in a while that says that there's two or three accounts which is kind of neat but i guess for for things that that we've changed in the past two weeks here um one of the bigger things is Nika got the animation for Snappington done, and he's in the game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I saw that you put out the uh, gameplay the other night. I was watching on YouTube, and uh, it's so cool to see it in game finally. Yeah, it's still always kind of bewildering to see something I made like in a game this late in development. <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that the whole podcast though. <laughs> Yeah, that's like 50% of the podcast is just us continually being ma- amazed at, at how it's coming along. It's like I, I hop into the game and then I'm like, wait, did I do that? Did someone else do that? How'd that get done? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I guess I must have because I put the time in. It's there. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snappington looks really good too. He's sort of a, a more basic mob than some of the other ones, but... I really like his attack. I can't remember what it's called. It's just like a crunch or something like that. Yeah, it's like crunch <laughs> or chomp or something like that. Oh, it is chomp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah, I. It's a, like when you're doing so many like four-legged kind of like animal type mobs. You're. I'm always trying to think of how to make them each have their own personality and. So I wanted I wanted the turtle to kind of have some weight to it, but also have just kind of that kind of big kind of powerful presence to it and i don't know i was hoping the chomp would work for that look kind of kind of like a powerful chomp but <laughs> idk it's <laughs> uh, it's all these little things that are just like things i end up thinking about for this stuff did you like google turtle footage for anything 
I, I actually did, yeah. I Well, f- specifically for the walk cycle, which I didn't make the walk cycle too complicated, but I did want to know, like, well, how do they generally look when they're moving around? Like, <laughs> And I, like, watched some footage of them, like, eating for reference to, for, like, the bite attack and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I guess I didn't put it on the list, but other animation news i guess we got the the frog fixed so his tongue doesn't come out of his head anymore whenever whenever he gets hit <laughs> oh so nice that's, that's cool too <laughs> and i guess uh i've been working on on some artifacts and some other animated features of the game actually i have the two artifacts mostly ready i just want to double check them before i send them in today but i think the next thing i'm going to get knocked out is the breach portal because I really want to see that animated in-game. Oh yeah, that'll be cool whenever like the obelisk and the breach kind of have some movement to them. Yeah. Instead of just being the static. The obelisk is is like, the way the sprite looks, I can already really see like kind of how it's going to animate. But I'm also like, I want that to look really good because that's like the center kind of centerpiece of the game. Like it's in the title, so. Yeah, the titular obelisk. I've been kind of saving it for last of these, but <laughs> it's it's fun. I'm really excited to get to it. See, it's kind of funny. That's actually one of the first things I drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I remember, like for the longest time, we just had like like the placeholder art in for the town, but like in in the final yeah. art, it has like such a big presence to it. It's like. I don't know, it's really cool. I want to make sure that, like, everything looks right and is glowing and that there's, like, some good effects going on. <laughs> Nothing too crazy, yeah. but, like, yeah, I want to sell it. <laughs> yeah, that is the next thing on our on our list is the town map is in. So, of course, the, the obelisk is the proper size. The, the breach shows up where it's supposed to be and, and all the, the blacksmith, the jeweler... Um, the salesmen they they all have like their proper booths or or stalls or whatever where they're selling their wares so that's um really cool like it looks so good yeah i do still have to make a couple adjustments like we were talking about but it it looks great so far (laughs) yeah it's it makes such a difference like the placeholder one like the sketch one was cool when we put it in and, and now it's even it's taking it up another notch um it looks like real i guess <laughs> it's a it's still a yeah. cartoon but it looks it looks just like how it's supposed to how i imagined it um yeah um, whenever you posted it in our Discord, you said that you were kind of basing some of the. Actually, I think Nika said it, and then yeah. where she said that it looked like something, and you were like, "Oh, that's what I based it on." Well, it wasn't that I based it on it. It was just that I was looking at some secret of mana uh, pixel art and stuff. Stuff. <laughs> so I was kind of absorbing that and trying to do our own thing from it you know and i guess it must have tapped into something from the game <laughs> so it worked out yeah i think it's good to base stuff on other things that you know work <laughs> yeah it's kind of like I the mean, whole game yeah, yeah. 
it wasn't <clears throat> until I started to add the map to the game that I started to notice some of the smaller details you had put into it. Like how a lot of the buildings have shadows that are actually being cast, and the blacksmith's furnace actually has light coming out of it, which yeah. I think at some point should probably start to radiate, but I'm surprised that there's that yeah, level right. of detail in all of that map. Yeah, I was hoping that that could be animated or something eventually. <laughs> For sure. I don't think it should be too hard. Yeah. Just, like add something onto it or to kind of make what's there kind of animated or something. Just a nice little glow or something. <laughs> I like the highlighting effect when you get close to like a certain area so it kind of lets you know you can check it out. Kind of took a little bit of back and forth on that to, to get it to get the colors that we wanted and stuff, but I think it turned out really good. Yeah, that's definitely a nice touch to make you realize what you can interact with and stuff. I always had a bit of uncertainty on what should actually have that, because the obelisk and the breach portal have it, but I'm not, not entirely sure. Like, does it make sense to have it in the end for them? Because, like, I know they're both going to be animated, so don't want to take away from the visual quality by changing their colors around. Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of messing around with it right now. The other thing is they both kind of highlight when you're next to them. I don't know, that highlight maybe should be more of a mouse over than a proximity thing. I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that one a little bit. But yeah, like when you get close to the breach, it kind of turns green from the, from the blue that it's supposed to be, so it makes it you don't really get to see the breach the way it's, that Ben drew it. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at the town now. I feel like it's <laughs> something to consider because like, I like it on some things, but I feel like the breach is just should use that natural blue color for it. Yeah, we can um, maybe try some different things, but I think that the green should highlight when you mouse over close to the button instead of when your character is close to it. That's something we can discuss later, I guess, since it's like a highly visual thing on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like ever since we got the map, the uh, the next salesman's looking more at home. <laughs> just next to his giant sign, his curly stash standing on a box. Just picture him just yelling out to the town to come over buy some snack juice. <laughs> I like the the snack juice salesman's dialogue. He has like a lot of. I, I don't know. I know I wrote all the dialogue for them, but I love going up to them and seeing what they have to say. <laughs> he says, Sneck, some customers have said snack juice changed their lives. In a good way <laughs> or a bad way? <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't like positive say. or negatively? Well, he's not lying if he doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the salesman. I forgot I wrote this one. It says no snacks were harmed in the milking process. In fact, they quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the 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 town has a lot of um, life to it now. You can kind of walk around and everything looks so good and, and everybody has something to say to you and all the unique NPCs have their own little like stories and stuff now things to tell you yeah, there's definitely a lot more going on with it these days yeah it definitely feels more alive <laughs> I also feel like it was designed in such a way that the town can get bigger 
I was trying to... It's kind of clear that the top part is as is. You know, cut down some trees, move some houses. Yeah. Yeah, as we need, as we uh, add new game modes and things, like after launch, like we'll have to have places to activate those as well. So definitely needs to be space to expand. So I'm glad you thought about that, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we might have talked about it a little bit. So I kind of kept that in the back of my head when I was drawing it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I think the next game mode will end up being to the right of the obelisk. So you have the breach to the left, and then we'll have the next thing to the right. I won't say what that is yet, but... <laughs> the hidden feature. <laughs> next next game mode. Man, I have so much stuff planned. I hope that when we launch, people play this so that I can keep adding things to it <laughs> all the ideas all the documents um let's see a few other things on the list we added an inventory cap i don't know if anybody has uh, played enough to to hit the inventory cap and notice it not yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i feel like the cap is kind of decently generous depending on how you play like, I kind of have a tendency to, if I do play, to just go back to town every now and again to scrap items just to clean up the inventory, because I like to see it more on the empty side or not see any junk that I don't want. Yeah, I tend to just, like, rerun dungeons until it tells me I'm full, and then I have to go back to town. Um, the, the inventory cap, I think, is, like, a necessary... It's not an evil, I guess, but a necessary necessary evil, I guess, is the term. But like, it's it's a. Uh, I think it has to be there because there's gonna be. We can't just have people taking up infinite server space for like items that they don't need. So I think having that cap forces you to be a little more selective and and get rid of the stuff that you don't need. So it's just like a little nudge for the player to to get them in the direction where they, they scrap and stuff. But you can get quite a few runs in, I think, before you actually have to go back and scrap. So it works out pretty good. Another thing you got in there, TJ, was the uh, weapon compare is fixed. <laughs> uh, we talked about this a little bit last episode, I think, but before, when you would look at an item in your inventory, a weapon that, that had attacks on it, and it would show the calculated damage for that attack, it would show it based on the weapon that you currently had equipped instead of what it would be if you equipped that weapon that was in your inventory. And now it, it shows what your actual damage would change to if you equipped that weapon instead of basing it on, on stats that you might lose if you equip it. it, it it's turned out to be very useful actually yeah when it comes to kind of when you reach later in the game and you're trying to think more about what weapon do you use what kind of setup are you trying to go for is a weapon actually useful for your character i think it makes a much bigger difference because you can look at it and like it used to say 200 damage you put it on and then it drops down to like 100 because of the strength change now that it's a lot more accurate actually try to set yourself up properly and make sure you're putting on better weapons every time instead of accidentally nerfing yourself. Yeah, how hard was that to actually implement? I feel like that was something that was stuck on our list for quite a while. Yeah, it was. I was trying to think of some ways to do it because 
in a way, the game almost wants to equip the weapon, check what would be the damage, and then say it from there. But that would be a lot more if I did it like that, because you would have to do a whole lot of calculations and reprocess every gear item that you put on instead of just the weapon. So I kind of just created a system where, when looking at a non-equipped weapon, it'll say, alright, you have this much strength and such on your current gear, your current weapon. And then it would say, this new weapon has this much strength. And then it would compare the two, kind of find the offset and tell you this is how much damage it would actually have if this weapon were equipped instead of the current one. So, <laughs> there's kind of a lot to it, doing all that. And had to kind of make sure that the numbers weren't being added on in weird ways, like... I had an issue earlier where it was adding on any number, so if it had 200 dexterity, it was pretending that that was her strength, even though oh. it would actually <laughs> lose strength. It's one of those things that I guess is like simple in concept and then it's hard to actually get it to work and now that it is working it's actually been a bigger difference than than i thought it was going to be so you know i thought it was kind of just like a minor inconvenience before but now that it's working properly it's it's like yeah this is definitely how it needs to be yeah it's definitely a lot nicer to actually have that up and it makes a surprising difference that it's there but <laughs> that work to get it in was tedious <laughs> yeah, I think we are getting down into like the tedious stuff now, like where it is just so many little things. There's not really big game modes and huge maps and stuff as much to add. Now we're just getting down into like small tweaks and, and fixing things, which is a good thing, I think. It means we're, we're making progress. Yeah, it's definitely a good sign. The, um, I know you had mentioned this at the beginning, but the like extra work that I'm kind of doing where you, nobody can see it, it's in the background and extremely uneventful, but it's kind of important in the long run to take what is already there and make sure it's as efficient and useful as possible. Yeah, I'm glad that you jumped in and, and just started doing that too, because that was something that I was thinking about asking you if we needed to do and then and then you just kind of took the initiative and and getting it done so that's that's really cool i think that's probably something that just can go on forever you could probably just clean the code for <laughs> just always be optimizing and stuff but yeah i don't know i think it's it's working really good and i can't wait until we start getting servers and stuff running and and then we can actually maybe get some people on testing it see what else breaks i'm sure with enough playtesters they'll find plenty to break <laughs> yeah it always seems that way it's funny like the the few people that i've actually like had play it they always they've all broken things that like i didn't even think were possible like like my wife got on and created her character without naming them <laughs> so their, their character just had a blank name so like that was something that we fixed recently too you have to you have to put a name in before it lets you leave the character creator it's like the surprising amount of oversights that as you work on it you would never notice until someone else just like hey you can't name you don't have to name your character <laughs> you do it every time so you don't even think about it Another thing that, that I started working on, which is a much more massive undertaking than, than I expected it to be, is um, I started looking at our Steam page and what it takes to 
get signed up and get listed on there and, and have our like coming soon and, and have people be able to like pre-save the game on Steam. And man, there's so much stuff in there. I, I, the, I can't even believe like there's just pages and pages and pages of information that they want. I can't even like think of what all was there. It was like I looked at it and it was overwhelming <laughs> and I was like I got to deal with this later. There's the like system requirements and tags and um, genres and um, those are just some of the easier ones. There was like all kinds of oh, I don't even know stuff that I didn't even know what they were asking like um, probably stuff that Josh is going to have to answer for me, like related to like servers and stuff like that. So that, that should be the coming soon page is coming soon, but I'm not sure, not sure how soon yet, but I'm excited to maybe get that started. It's huge to have one, but so much work. <laughs> yeah. I guess they don't want you just putting anything up on steam. They got to make sure it's real and official and stuff, but I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of work to get it up there. But um, there's actually like a, things that I think I need from Ben and Nika as well, like uh, a trailer <laughs> and um, oh, like different sure. banners and and different formatted like you know things. It's not just like I know they want to have some screenshots and stuff, but I think there's like a format for like a banner and a logo and icons and all that stuff that that i'll have to compile and let you guys know what what exactly they need steam does pretty good at listing everything you need but the things that you need is a lot they need a lot out of you yeah that's that's for sure it took me a while oh. just to get my tax information correct and for them to let me into that list of stuff it was it was kind of weird because like we have the llc which you would assume that it would use the LLC's um, EIN number, but they had to have my social security number instead. So that was really weird. Um, I'm not sure why I have the LLC if I can't use it, but that's, I guess, how it works. It's like a company size thing, because couldn't imagine a big company would have this one guy that has to give their uh, social security to set up <laughs> yeah yeah i think yeah. it's because i'm technically a single member llc so the laws are different with that i think if you're a corporation then, then you definitely use your employee identification number and stuff but employer identification number but um i don't know <laughs> i don't understand tax stuff it's so complicated but yeah, I'm, I'm actually in now, so so I'm making progress on, on that. But yeah, unless, does anybody have anything else they want to talk about today, or should I wrap this thing up? I got nothing. <laughs> nothing exciting. Yeah. I want to give you guys the chance, though, <laughs> just in case. Talk about code. Just doing code. <laughs> just a whole, maybe we should do a whole code episode or something where you just get real in-depth for everybody how quickly can i confuse people <laughs> but yeah if you listen to the end of this podcast then thank you so much for sticking around thank you so much for your interest in the game um if you've made it to the end and you're not in our discord then you need to go to knobcat.com 
Uh, check out everything on there. There's my new video that shows you everything we talked about today. And there's also the link for the Discord where you can get on and join us and ask us some questions. Oh, you know what? I should have... Uh, I meant to uh, have Gamer Cat's question. We kind of answered it in the Discord, but I thought it would be a good one for on the podcast too. Maybe we should talk about that real quick. Let me, let me open up Discord, I guess, and get the actual question. By the way, can you turn off animations, effects, damage numbers? For sure later with high speed boosts can make the game laggy for some players. So he was worried about, you know, how how fast can you go in the game and is like the numbers and, and animations going to make things lag out. And we kind of answered it on there, but I don't know if you have anything to, to add on that, TJ. Yeah, so uh, with the animations, I'd say because the duration of the attack mimics the duration of the animation multiplied by the speed, no matter what, the... Uh, time of it doesn't really matter much up until it gets to like when it's 0.1 or lower then at that point it's just might as well be zero seconds so i'd say in the long run if the speed goes higher and higher then at some point we would just probably modify it where if the time is expected to be 0.5 seconds or lower or something just skip the animation and have the character lunge and head back without even moving his arms or anything. Yeah, I wonder if the lunge needs to be turned off too, like at faster speeds just so that things can go quicker. That'll be something to consider. I don't think we need to right now, maybe, but but I think that's something that we could look into because we're definitely going to be seeing faster speeds if the game keeps going because like right now you gain um i guess it's like 10 percent speed each level so you're close to to 2x speed at level 10 just naturally and then any buffs and stuff you get so you know as we get closer and closer to like end game of like level 100 the player is going to have close to 10x speed just naturally unless we decide to to nerf that or something. Yeah, if that ends up being the case then in the end we could jack up the speed of combat by a lot because right now it's like your attack animations are almost skipped at high speeds but you still do lunge and if yeah. we wanted to we could also like get rid of the lunge just you click the button damage appears immediately and it'll just speed up the combat. I think when you get hurt, or when an enemy gets hurt, that also is consuming time before the next attack can begin. So even yeah. that could just be shortened down to... But you don't even really see them stagger, you just... The next attack immediately happens. Yeah, I, I definitely have spent some time grinding in Bit Heroes where you just turn everything off so you can go as fast as you can, and like you just see the battle start and then the battle end and nobody like moves <laughs> no numbers on the screen or anything so the, there's definitely players that that like to optimize in that way so that's definitely something that we'll take into consideration as as speeds get higher and higher um we also are adding in settings for for damage numbers so that you can turn off most of the numbers or all the numbers or just specific numbers so I think that 
that'll be helpful to people too. Whatever it takes to speed up combat. Get a one minute dungeon run. <laughs> yeah, it's it is about optimizing that speed for for clear times and leaderboards and stuff. So it's definitely a definitely a thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was our that was our big question that we got in the Discord for for this episode that I almost forgot to address. So I'm glad we remembered that here at the end. And yeah, like I was saying, if you have your own questions about the game, things you want to know about, um, put them in the Discord and we'll answer them and then we'll maybe discuss them more in depth on the podcast. And we also have the Twitter and Instagram if you want to check us out there. Those are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And um, I think that's it. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. See you.